0: Thank mm-hmm. you. What's up, warriors? I want to ask you this question Are you living in a survival mindset? Are you stuck in this survival mindset? What is it, and how in the world can you get out? Well, today, in this Winning Wednesday live with LC video, we're going to talk about exactly what a survival mindset is, how we get there how to know if that is blocking us from moving forward in our lives, and a few practical ways to get ourselves out of that survival mindset, that place where we just can't seem to move forward. So if you all are ready to get this winning Wednesday show on the road, then you know I'm ready so let's get to it. So what's up warriors? Welcome to Winning Wednesday live with LC. Well, I am so grateful and honored as always to be here in this space with you, to share this recovery journey with you. It is absolutely just, I don't know, it's just the best possible life I could be living because I just love it so much. I love watching you grow. I love seeing people get free. I love seeing people learn to love themselves in recovery, come from a place of, you know, whatever type of trauma that we've experienced, or, you know, even where we are right now in this in this 2020, this whole last year of 2020, going into 2021 with everything that's happening in our country, in our world, it is creating trauma. And now more than ever, we need to be talking about our trauma. We need to be talking about ways to come together as human beings and share one with the other that, hey, no matter how alone you feel, you're not alone. And if we all throw out our suggestions and our experiences, you know, we can gain so much from one another. There's no one person that's above another with more knowledge and wisdom you know, we're all in this thing together. And the sooner we realize that and come together, the quicker we will transmute all of this and start living a freer, more, I, I don't, I like to call it Christ-minded life in in this world. And I love that society. So good morning, Livvy. Good morning, Lisa. What's up, Jen Brownlee, Larry Brown. I'm Amazing human being in the house. I'm always honored when you come and spend a little time with me, Larry. Fighting crime, um, Yvonne, Max. Good morning. And if there's anyone else here that I don't see, then good morning. Thank you for being here. Hey guys, if you like the content in these videos and you like what I share here, then make sure that you give this um, give the video a like. It's really important for where any platform you're on, whatever videos you do like, if you want to see more like them or more of them, when you put that like, you help those videos get in an algorithm that it actually makes a more personal experience for you. So it doesn't only help me, it helps you. All right. So let's get into it. What, what is a survival mindset, right? So A survival mindset is what happens in the brain during prolonged periods of trauma, Um, childhood abuse, wartime, abusive relationships, active addiction, worldwide pandemic, isolation, prolonged information of fear, 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 and fear. Um, You know, in short happenings of trauma, the brain has a natural reset that it does. I mean, just thinking about it, think about somebody jumping out at you when you're not expecting it and, and you get really scared. And then you, you know, pretty quickly, you realize that, you know, it was your friend or whatever. And you you go back, like your brain resets back. Or even if, you know, something scared you that wasn't someone you know pretty quickly you realize that, okay, I'm fine, everything's good, and the brain resets. But in prolonged um, um, times of of trauma, the brain does, it it loses its natural ability to reset because the trauma becomes more normal than, than, you know, a, a healthy mindset. And it, it creates these patterns. It just creates these patterns that basically keep you alive. And that's what it's doing. Um, I, and, 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 you know, I believe that a lot of, a lot of addictions um, end up originating from this place of, of the survival mindset, because after so long, of of this mindset and, and so much of it especially if you're coming from childhood trauma and, and and I share this so that we can start becoming aware of this and for the generations to come you know after us because we often didn't realize or know nobody was talking about what happens to the brain in prolonged you know stress and trauma you know a lot of of, of the earlier wartime veterans were coming back, and they were coming back with so many issues. But in the time, mental health was you know a very scary thing to talk about. I mean, they were doing some very vicious things back in the very early war times to people with mental health. I mean, we're talking about lobotomies and different things that you know you didn't you learn pretty quickly not to talk about some issues you were having and people just kind of shoved them down and they moved on. And a lot of people think, and I did too, that if you're not thinking about that trauma, it's not affecting you. But let me tell you something, it is affecting almost every single thing you do. And you know what, for guys like our good friend, Larry Brown, who is out, you know, keeping the keeping the streets clean and 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 clear from from danger i mean this is something that you know happens in in these first responders as well that maybe they don't realize if they don't have a practice to bring their brains into a reset every day and and so this is something that happens to people that aren't even in active addiction but a lot of addictions are born because The stress becomes too much and we seek a chemical or artificial route or or escape from that suffering because we're not understanding what's really going on. And so I've got a few. um, Well, first, I want to share a little bit personally from my own uh, life of, of how I've gotten here and why. I'm talking about this today, you know, my childhood, my trauma began in early childhood and it just prolonged in through, you know, so many years when my, when my mom finally split up from the most abusive um, marriage she was in, it had already been about, I think, six to seven years of constant survival, me as a very young child. Me also watching my own mother be in survival because this, you know, a lot of this was life or death, this abusive situation we were in. And when she made that break from this person, it was even more intense because, you know, he threatened to kill us. And and so you're feeding as a child, you're feeding off of your parents energy and you don't know how to separate that. And plus you're in this mindset that says, I got to watch everything I do because what's happening in survival is the brain is shutting off um, different parts, like your logic, the things that tell you what's real and not. I mean, think about children believing there's monsters under their beds. I talked to my wife about this last night. You don't just walk in and go, it's not real. Now go to bed and expect that that takes care of it. You know, you... You have to be there and kind of do a little bit more than that. And and so your brain gets stuck in that place and it's that logic is not there. It just is survive. And so many things shut down until you're like in this tunnel vision of I got to survive. And you're on guard for everything. You're watching for everything. And this can occur again in, in so many different periods of life. Think of your active addiction when you were living in the streets. You know, that's part of this for me as going through that as a child, my brain never got to reset. And it, and because there was a pattern and, you know, my mom just continued to attract these very abusive relationships We continue to go through this same thing. And by the time I split from that situation, see, a lot of times we tell ourselves, if we leave the situation, we'll be safe. But the situation goes with us. Because whether you know you're living in the memory of the past, that memory is living within you. And it begins to affect everything you look at, everything you you are trying to accomplish in your life that that mindset you're you're very much stuck there and until i started learning about this until i got to the point where you know even in times past when i'd get a little bit of clean time the reason i couldn't ever really succeed is because i was not aware That I was still living in that mindset and the mind and the body and the person, the soul can only take so much suffering before something snaps, something just gives. And when we try to put down our chemical or artificial escape, but yet we don't pick up the knowledge of how to get that reset done within us. We're only denying ourselves our only escape. We're, we're not fixing the problem. We're only denying ourselves a, a, an artificial form of release, an artificial break from this intense suffering, this intense survival. And that's why so many times we just don't make it and we fall back because there has to be a balance. And so a lot of times we get to that place where enough is enough, I'm tired of this, and that's how I got into my recovery. I I always say this, I've only been in recovery once, and that's these past, almost right at eight years, is my only recovery because I made a decision that I was done with the suffering and that I knew I could not put down My only escape, only temporary happiness, unless I was going to figure out why, how to transmute the suffering, how to move the suffering and see things in a different way. And it all began with, you know, realizing and hearing information like I'm giving you now to start to try to look bring this stuff into my own experience and look at it and say wait a minute you know i fall into quite a few of these categories i need some help with this so here are some ways for you to be able some questions for you to be able to ask yourself and some scenarios that you can put into your own life to find out if you're living in a survival mindset so is everything a catastrophe does does every situation regardless of how big or small it is do they all seem huge to you does it throw or almost throw your entire world off whenever you you meet this catastrophe you're stuck in that um Like we said, like I said earlier, in survival mode, many unnecessary components are shut down um, from lack of power in the brain. So that's when the brain is in that survival mindset. The logic is not there to say, hey, wait a minute. This really isn't the end of my world. This is an opposition right now. And in this opposition, now I can look for the seat of opportunity. I can. Find what this is here to teach me. But when we're in that survival mindset, everything is a a life-ending, happiness-ending catastrophe. Let's 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 take this up because everything you know, we all know about money. We've all struggled with money at some time shaping our lives. We could be doing it right now. So it's a perfect, perfect example to use. So if you're worried about money because you don't feel like there's enough um and you your fear is pleading its case and so you start talking to yourself in 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 questions like what if i can't pay my rent what if my car breaks down i won't be able to get to work and then i won't be able to make this little bit of shitty money that i'm making now and it just all seems like it's very life ending you can feel your body reacting and a lot of times you walk around when you're in survival mindset you walk around just tight all the time anyway because you're always looking for danger and here's what we know when we are vibrating on the level of danger and fear you know it, there's no there there is no other scenario that can go down the vibe attracts so you have to vibe that out that's why your worst fears end up coming into your reality because in that survival mindset we are the brain is trying to help you avoid danger so it starts telling you these things so you start thinking well what if i can't pay my rent I- i'm going to be on the street i'm going to lose this i'm going to lose that before you know it you're in a spiral to, you know down into this place so that's one of the things you can ask yourself Is everything a a catastrophe, bigger than maybe it really is? Do you feel like your every day is the same? You go to work to pay bills. Maybe you hate your job. Maybe you don't hate your job, but it's hard to find gratitude in, in your life, in your everyday. We simply call it our everyday life, and it's dang near impossible to find joy in your day anymore but yet there's this underneath feeling that you know you're meant for more than this that actually can cause its own stress and you start feeling stuck. So do you feel stuck in your life right now, unable to see any way forward, unable to see anything past the current problem? Here's a really, really good one that is that I think might be your most defining question. Are you super defensive? When things happen, the moment somebody brings something to your attention, do you fight for your suffering like it's like your life depends on it? I mean, just think about this video right now. Uh, Are you fighting for your Your limitation, your no, I'm not in survival mode, but you don't know what happened to me, LC, and you don't know what's going on in my life. You you have no idea. My rent's due tomorrow, and I don't even have one dollar to put towards it. Yes, my life is ending. That's what we're talking about with defensiveness. If somebody points something out really, really small and you are you are zoned in in this survival mindset, do you have a blow up? Do you hit the roof? Do you feel like it is somehow threatening your stability? Because a lot of times we hold on to our trauma as our identity. And that's a defensiveness is a beautiful way for you to judge your own identity, where you are, what you're identified with. And it's a really great way to try to find out where someone else is that maybe you care about or that you're talking to. Are you counseling? Are you, you know, are you mentoring, coaching, whatever? You can tell really where they are and what what identities they are really bonded to by how defensive they get when you start messing with them. And here's the biggest and greatest thing. We don't have to get upset when these things are brought into our attention because this is the only way for us to begin to actually make life changes that stick, that are lasting, that allow us to live a life that we love. Because if we go on never hearing anything that shakes us up, change is not possible. It's just not possible until we see it. We can't fix it. So that's how we're, that, that's exactly what we're going into in this next segment right here is how to stop living in that survival mindset, in that survival mode. And the first way, the first way is to become aware of it. Don't be ashamed if you're going through something. Heck, look. Just look out into the world right now and find me somebody who's not going through something. And I don't care what how big the plastic smile that's plastered in front of them is trying to express. Everybody's going through their own stuff. So we gotta we gotta get to a place where vulnerability is not threatening our lives. Because again, Another great way to know if you are living in a survival mindset, especially in your relationships, is how vulnerable can you be and how safe do you feel being vulnerable? You know, I, 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 I live in the space now because I did not for so long that I'm not ashamed of anything I'm going through. I don't mind to tell a single solitary soul what I'm going through not to sit and complain and hear uh oh man that really sucks or i don't want anybody to co sign my suffering i want to use this suffering to not only help my life grow in 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 bigger and better ways but to somehow help yours grow in bigger and better ways because nobody wants to feel isolated and alone in in suffering and And we got to own where we are in order to get where we're going. You know, if we don't ever own where we are right now, we can't get to that next step. We can't get to the next phase. We can't pretend like we're somewhere we're not just so that people don't realize we're suffering. And we need to sometimes ask ourselves why we don't want people to see us going through things. Is it pride? Is it ego? Do we want to keep up the facade that we got all this together? And for what? What are we afraid of if they find out we don't? There's a message in every mess in your life. And many times the message in the mess of your life is a wonderful message for somebody else in their lives. Depression, survival, all of those mindsets, PTSD, trauma-based, all of that stuff wants to keep us isolated because it gets to continue its control over our mindset, our bodies, our lives if no one knows about it. So if it keeps you isolated and no one knows, it continuously has the control of your life. So uh, another thing that you can do to really stop That survival mindset. And even when it comes in short bursts, even if you're not living in this, like every single moment of your life, um, if you're in new recovery, the likelihood is you are. Because coming from that active addiction, I mean, we are living in pure survival every day. The only thing we know is that we've got to get what it is we need for us to survive. So You know, if you're in new recovery, don't be ashamed of that. Own that. It's natural to be where you are at this point. But if you're working in recovery, you want to go into that next step. And these are the ways. And so we got to, you know, make sure we own that. But even in short bursts of where we can get stuck in that, just breathe. Come back to the present moment. Practice becoming present practice when you're in that survival spinout you've got to keep reminding yourself of what is real right now and we gotta also let ourselves know by becoming present what is the fear of the future or shame of the past Another thing that we can do in those moments, especially when we're practicing becoming present, is is practice gratitude. Get in that space of of real when you notice yourself like pre-spin out or full spin out. Being grateful actually brings you fully into the now. And it raises your vibration, which of course we know attracts a different vibe. It attracts a different reality when we come in there and it it moves our brain into another section, which is out of this is going to kill me and into how can I find the best of this situation? Because don't ever forget that in every opposition, there is a beautiful divine seed of opportunity. And like any seed, it's got to be planted It's got to be watered. It's got to be nurtured. We got to keep the weeds from around it. And when it gets to a place of of bearing fruit, we've got to harvest it. Because if we never harvest it, what was the point of growing it in the first place? You know, fruit doesn't usually just fall off the tree until it's rotten. That's why people go out and pick the fruit at its perfect moment. And that's generally the opportunities that come along in our lives. And if we don't stop and grab them because we're too busy thinking in the past or fearing of the future, then by the time that fruit just falls, it's useless. The time has passed. So I think this is probably the last, but it's going to be the the, no, it's not the last. There's, there's one more, but this is a big one right here. Forgive and release. You know, this won't be quick or necessarily easy. So you got to be kind to yourself when you are working in this practice of forgiving and releasing. Um, and look, if you kind of clock out and spin out a few times and you don't get this one right, just make an amends if necessary. And when it's safe to do that, clean it up. There's no shame in, you know, in, in messing something, having a reaction, and then turn around and cleaning it up with that person. um, And just make sure that you transmute that happening into an amazing moment to, to learn. Just, just a, a beautiful moment of learning in, you know, for the betterment of your ultimate journey. And then let it go. Now, forgiveness does not act at all mean that you're saying what happened is all right, that the trauma is all right, that whatever happened to you is all right. You're simply acknowledging that it happened. And by doing this, you're taking your power back from the occurrence and now you're able to move forward. All right. Number four. And the last, last, last one is work on your self-worth because believe it or not, most of your fear of the worst possible scenarios, happening in your life are rooted in you believe in that you're not good enough for the best possible scenario. Again, that's, that's a living in the past situation. So, you know, use affirmations, use hypnosis, use meditations, counseling, coaching, your pastors, your, you know, whatever your religious affiliations are, whatever your spiritual practices are, use those and anything else to help you change how you see yourself. Because I promise you, it is worth it. It's the only way to live your best life. And let me tell you this, your best life is not defined by somebody else's best life. So learn how to separate yourself from all of the the envy and the jealousy because when, when we get in those mindsets, when we're looking at somebody else do what we want to do or achieve what we want to achieve, we get jealous because we think we're not worthy of what they have, or we somehow think we can't don't have what it takes to get there too. Remember, you are a unique individual born on this earth in this time with a beautiful, unique code of DNA that is just divinely given to only you. And there's something special in that. And regardless of your past, that is part of your soul's journey. Take the lessons from that. Be grateful for the blessings of that and move your life into that next phase. And you decide what your best life is, what your best self is, Because comparison is death to all beautiful change. We can't get to our very best if we're always comparing our best to somebody else's best or what we perceive is their best because maybe what we see on their Instagram or on their Facebook. So anytime anybody comes to believe yourself unworthy of of love and health, wealth, or happiness, they vibrate on a level of constant fear. Fear of being hurt, fear of being rejected, fear of being attacked. And you have no choice but to match that which we're putting out. So let's be aware of that. Let's clean it up. You know, there's no glory in suffering. So please hear that. There's no glory in, in constant suffering. So, you know, let's move forward with this. Let's, let's find out where our identities are, are stuck to things that are not healthy for us. And let's break those old mindsets. Let's shatter through those barriers of fear and unworthiness. And let's absolutely Take our power back in this life and make the absolute best life possible for us. True happiness begins within. It it cannot be gained from anything external. That's why you are divinity within. And the more you come to know that, the more power you hold to begin to recreate this beautiful and amazing life to you. So listen, I'm gonna say this again. If you all like this this video and videos like this, then please give it a like. Um, that's really, really important again. But also comment, make sure that you comment on what resonated with you most today in this video on the survival mindset. You know, what did you gain from this? What did what is something that you could bring into your life and put into practice in your life to help your life just look more like what you dream it to be. Um, that's super 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 important. all right. hey remember healthy sober relationship series starts this weekend. so y'all be on the lookout for those ads that are gonna be coming through the promo ads so that for the exact date exact time it'll either be Saturday or Sunday. I know that we have already set a date and time, but right now that time and date eludes me. So it's either going to be Saturday or Sunday and it'll be late afternoon or our 8 p.m. time slot. But this is going to be an amazing, amazing series. It's a four part series with Amy Guerrero of Thrive and Recovery with Amy. Just an amazing human being with so much knowledge about, you know, in, in, in trauma based you know, healing and and just so much and and relationships is her specialty. So, you know, we all need to learn how to have healthy relationships. A lot of times we talk about relationships. People just think love relationships, but I'm talking about family relationships, co-worker relationships, relationship with yourself, relationship with your higher power. I mean, this is just, I'm so grateful and blessed to bring this content to all of you. And, you know, again, if you want more videos and more content like this, then you can catch the Recovery Soul Food Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, live on YouTube, live right here, and any other major podcast platform. We're trying to get everywhere. I think it's a new day. And we've got to bring new information to the world on how to live from the heart, not just the head, and how we can all really become unified, and and live just an amazing, amazing lifestyle with one another as a human race. All this diversity needs to go away, and we need to know that we are all created, you know, by at one divinity. And we got to love one another. Love is the answer, y'all. Love is the key. Not frou-frou cheesy love, but real love. And that's what's up. I do love y'all so much. And I thank you, thank you, thank you for coming in and joining me. And um, I love you. So I will see you this weekend. Y'all be on the lookout for those ads to know the exact date, the exact time, I cannot wait to bring it to you. You guys get out of here. Have the most amazing winning Wednesday of your entire life. And why? Because you choose to. And yes, you are that powerful. I love you guys. And I'll see you next time. Bye.